Coming up, are you looking to hire a development firm for your first app? Well, you're going to discover why documentation is so important, a simple way to validate an app idea, and should you release fast or wait for a full version? Stay tuned. The most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. What is up, App Nation? All right, before we hit the episode, I want to tell you guys a little bit about why we're doing this. This is what you're what you're about to hear is an exact recording from the virtual summit that we just put on and it was a great summit. I learned so much and I'm going to be doing a lot more. So sign up for the email newsletter if you want to figure out when we're going to do our next one, but it's going to happen November 5th and 16th. Okay, there you go. <laughs> it's happening then. But this, I, why we decided to make this free instead of just putting it behind a paywall, because if you guys want to watch all the great videos from the virtual summit, go to appmastersacademy.com, appmastersacademy.com. There's a seven-day free trial for all new users now. So if you just go check out appmastersacademy.com, you'll find that. But what we found out was it was really hard to put this summit together. There's a lot of moving parts that we had to do. And I'm so thankful to B7Dev for one, being a longtime supporter of the podcast and our show, and two, for sponsoring this virtual summit. Look, I do get asked all the time, do you guys know an app development firm? Do you work with one? Is there one that you trust? Is there one that won't screw us? And I always recommend go checking out B7Dev. That's B, the number seven, dev.com. If you want your app developed, Hyman has seemed to do a tremendous job and they are very, very affordable to help you grow so that you don't blow your entire budget on just making the app and nothing for marketing it. Because as we all know now, marketing is just as important. A good app, a crappy app with great marketing will do decent, but a greatly made app with no marketing is not going to do diddly squat, right? So without further ado, this is Haim from B7Dev.com. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, and welcome to the virtual summit. I've got a great interview for you today. I've got Haim Savatsky. No, Haim, you say your last Sachnowski. name. Savatsky. Yeah, Savatsky. It's easier like this, yeah. <laughs> he is the founder of B7Dev. You guys have heard about them so much because they've been a proud sponsor of the podcast. But today I want to talk about how do you build a solid documented plan to get your app out there. Have a working app delivered on time without blowing your budget and make sure it's secured as well. B7Dev has developed hundreds of apps and sites in the last eight years with a solid, I and mean, they work with some amazing, amazing companies. And Haim himself has more than 14 years of experience in the IT industry and holds positions from QA to CTO to now founder. Haim, welcome back. Anything I miss and you want to mention? No, that's okay. It's pretty much everything. <laughs> well, thank you for doing this. I'm super excited to be talking to you. Now, Haim, let's start with this. I get this question all the time. And I'm sure you do as well. Got an app idea, Haim. What do I do next? Okay. First of all, the most common asked question is, I have an idea how I make to be sure that anyone else will steal my idea. So uh, first of all, you need to 
kind of validate your idea. Okay, so I, I'm not meaning publishing it everywhere, but just talking with people that you know or you are sure that they have some kind of expertise and they simply ask, what do you think about this? Look, the, the, for example, our job developing apps and helping other people, other customers to develop apps, okay? We don't develop apps from ourselves like a publisher. We develop for third parties, for customers. Right. Uh, is to develop app, apps and websites and systems, etc. It's not to steal ideas, okay? So in the legal, in the legal stage, we usually sign an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement. But uh, anyways, you need to kind of discuss with a lot of people or some, at least some other people, your idea, and then get some feedback because from your original idea, your only and unique point of view and conception about this, you will see that you will find a lot of more feedback, more ideas, more other details that you forgot or you didn't talk about that, okay? So validation is, uh, is point number one. Don't be afraid if someone will do the app, will do it regardless of you, okay? So, uh, you know, Gmail uh, was not the first uh, free email and Google was not the first browser and Apple was not the first uh, computer and etc. The way that how you do it is more important than how many people out there is doing it. Okay, this is stage number one. Second, you need to document it to somehow, I'm not telling you now, uh, you need to be under an astringent protocol for documenting your app, is try to somehow put it into a document, try to explain, this is my idea, okay? This is my idea. This is what I meant to do. This is more or less the screens that I think that will be necessary. And then, for example, I'm not uh, doing a blameless uh, advertisement for us, but get to talk with some company and then explain your idea to them. Because the more that you work on it, okay, I, I mean, what you won't be one year working on this. It's just a few days. The more that you work, the more exact the idea will be, the more exact the quote will be for you, okay? And, and you also, in a graphical way, in a more specific or visual way, you can remove some elements that they won't be necessary at the start, okay? Some expertise won't harm your idea in telling you, okay, this is for stage one, this is for stage two, et cetera, et cetera, okay? kind of polishing or cleaning your idea in some kind of document. Of course, that in the, in the, in the IT industry, we have standards and we have kind of documents formatted and etc. But uh, for an entrepreneur or entrepreneur that is new to this will be kind of burdensome. So if you talk with someone like, in this case, Dev or me, uh, or any other company or agency, they will help you to give a more solid, more visual way or testimonial about your idea. Okay, with this, you can go to quote uh, uh, at the developer teams, at the graphical design or UI UX team, etc., etc. Okay, so this is point number one. Right. I'm 
if I could take a step back, you said talk about validating. What's one, maybe your favorite way of validating an app idea? Right. First of all, in the common sense, what it seems to you. Okay, I, I, I tend to sell, I don't know, balloons with my app in the form of, I don't know, a dog. Okay, maybe it's logical, maybe it's not. Maybe you're a genius, I don't know. I'm not sure. You know, around there are a lot of uh, genial ideas that the, in the first stage, no one gives a penny for this. But uh, then you can uh, research uh, through internet similar ideas, similar app in apps in the App Store, in the Google Play uh, market, etc., etc. Checking what they are doing, the other people they are doing the same thing. While I, what I love from their apps that I will do too. Okay, a kind of pigtail. What I won't do of what I, I don't love for what they do. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so it's a kind of first uh, stage of research. Then, of course, uh, you can try to research more about this with the um, people with more authority. Uh, but the first thing that I will do is try to research who else is doing the kind of app that I'm doing, even better. I can, on my document, use those applications or those websites or those ideas that already are on the market as a reference, okay? So it's not the same that saying, okay, I will do a real-time chat uh, for, uh, I don't know, for uh, people that uh, will share only their phone number that says uh, my app will be WhatsApp-like. With you telling WhatsApp-like, referencing something, you told it all, everything, okay? But my app will be different because this and this and that, okay? So this is a, this is what the first thing that I will do in the cheapest, okay? Won't take a lot of time, and uh, of course that the even better you will discover things that you didn't think about it, and then you can add to your idea. Again, don't overwork uh, the idea and don't over aggregate all kinds of whistle and bells in the first stage. Yeah. And I love the fact that you did a document too. What I want to say is what I like to do sometimes is when I have the idea, I just share it with people. Right. And I try to gauge that excitement levels. They say, wow, that's so cool. Or if they're like, that's pretty cool. You know, that excitement and that energy that they provide for you gives me a quick gauge on like, "Mm, is this viable or is this not viable? Now with the document side, I do want to emphasize the importance of it because a lot of times, you know, we work with a lot of people where like, hey, here's my marketing idea or here's what I want to do. But if you haven't thought it through yourself from what you want with the app, it's really difficult to kind of hand over an idea to Haim and just be like, well, what did you have in mind, right? Like you, our thoughts yeah. have different, just because you say one thing, our mind goes elsewhere. And so it's really specific to, it's really important to make sure that document is sealed and tight. Now, Haim, what I want to get into next is, should you release fast, you know, or should you try to build the first full version? Yeah, uh, coming back to the, the last idea about don't over adding don't uh, wearing all your app with all the whistle and bells. There is a point of a balance between I want my app to be unique and I and I want my app to be kind of possible, okay? Because of course that the um, I mean the, the 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 classical example that I gave to everyone is like this: in the first version of WhatsApp, the first version of Google 
the Gmail or the first version of the iPhone, even, that the, we are using now, uh, it was like the last or the latest version of the iPhone, the Gmail, or the WhatsApp. Okay, why? Because they wanted something solid, really solid, to prove the idea, to give uh, to the possible users, to the potential users, something to play with and to receive some feedback. Then you, I mean, everyone, we suffer from constant updates from all kinds of apps because they are improving, they are fixing, they are uh, advancing. And then in, in, after one or two days, you have a very advanced app. So in my point of view, going with the um, uh, uh, what is called an MVP, a minimum viable product, is the way to go. Even better, your budget should be so big, okay, uh, to, to launch a, a, a more simple application. But the, the most important part, the core of the app should be there. Then you can add and the users will love you and will love to give you feedback and uh, I love this and hate that and etc. But the idea is to test the waters with something kind of kind of um, basic and working with the principle, with the core of the application, the core idea of the application. Later, you can add all kind of uh, more features and um, embellish the app. As I heard from a few of my friends who are actually working with a big game publisher, really big. I won't name the name, but they said what they do in the initial phase is build a prototype, right? No designs whatsoever, just the game mechanics. And they test it out. So they launch the app yeah. under their own label, the indie developer owns label, mm -hmm. they throw traffic to it and they want to see retention. And then if it meets their criteria, the seven day retention, then they tell them, okay, go ahead, put some designs on it. So all they're testing is a quick little prototype with the bare bones designs. So they're like, don't even put designs. So they want to see retention with just the bare bones. And then if it makes the criteria, then they go like, okay, let's build it with designs and we're, let's really publish this and use our ecosystem to get the app into the top charts, but really game, big game publisher. That's how they think about it. That's very clear because uh, why you will shell all your money on marketing on something that you don't know how the people would take that. So right. going kind of a, a phantom release, or I don't know the exact name about this, or I don't know, a stilt, a stilt, I think that they call it a stilt release. Uh, yeah, it's very clever. Yeah, love it. Okay, so let's move on to this, because there's about a lot of buzz about AI, machine learning. How can we use that to help our app? Okay, so... Everyone, I think that everyone here uh, already is, is tired of uh, hearing about uh, artificial intelligence, machine learning, data science, etc. First of all, I want to explain something. To add intelligence, uh, artificial intelligence or machine learning on some system is very expensive. Okay, not just that. It's not that it's just very expensive. But the, 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 the founding stone of this is that you need to have a big amount, a big, a huge big, uh, uh, amount of data that, is, uh, that you already have uh, about your users or, or what they do, their actions, and etc. You cannot applicate machine learning or, or uh, the um, uh, data mining or uh, artificial intelligence or train a system, what is called in the, in the jargon, to train a system with, with data, without data. 
Okay, so for a new release app, you cannot do that if you don't have any kind of that previous data, previous collected data from user interaction. Okay, this is point number one. But once you have an, an existing app and you have a lot of feedback and a lot of interaction with the users, then you can start to running some kind of algorithm, okay, because it's not something standard, you need to develop it, okay, uh, you need to, for, for uh, data analysis, for, for machine learning, or for, for mining some kind of, for example, uh, the, the classical example is how Netflix did to do smart recommendations to uh, users, okay, it's, it's a very famous case, in one of the pioneer case of uh, uh, artificial intelligence in this field because they opened it, okay, some, I don't know, six or seven years ago, they opened it to the public, uh, public challenge, okay? They will pay like $1 million to the best algorithm, okay? So it's not that it's some uh, shelf solution. You need to develop uh, with your data. And first of all, you need to, to develop... Uh, the, my 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 it's dog okay. was barking. <laughs> yeah, okay. So um, I live here a little bit in, in in the country with with my dogs. So um, the 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 point is, you need to think first of all on an a hypothesis, okay, and you need to prove it, okay. But when you have an application and you have a lot of data from your users, interaction, what they do, what they prefer, etc. you can start running this kind of uh, algorithms to uh, kind of uh, uh, guess what the users will prefer to do, what the users will prefer to buy, how, when, what time, etc. You can find even relationships that you didn't talk about, okay? So this could be marked the difference between a common e-commerce or, or streaming or video app and the rest, okay? So are you talking about more about data analysis versus AI? Everything is based on data, okay? okay. Everything is based on data. Uh, the, the, the global concept that, the, that covers all this is called, in the, in the academic, uh, in academic stage, it's called data science. Okay, right. data science, from data science, you have uh, artificial intelligence, uh, data, um, sorry, no, the dog, sorry. Uh, artificial intelligence, machine learning, what is machine learning? Is to prepare algorithms for your own system to start learning about your data and to find relationships and to create new formulas, okay, from, uh, to deduct new formulas from the data. Uh, and data mining is also to find specific uh, uh, details on on a big chunk of data that uh, you didn't uh, talk about it first. Of course, that is uh, is a, a proceeding that you need to follow. You need to first of all normalize of the all the data. You have all kind of sources of data. You need to normalize to add it uh, to a new kind of database to unify anything, and then you need to start to run all these kind of scripts, okay? But uh, first of all, you need to have the data. If you have a lot of data from your your uh, applications, kind of, for example, AppAni, 
what they do, gathering data and scrubbing data for all the places, then you can start running this, uh, this uh, kind of uh, technology, this kind of development, data science. Okay. I love it too. Yeah. And I think, you know, so much of growth is to focus on the top line and downloads, you know, yeah. but we're both in the app space and too much of it is on the downloads and not enough on the, the retention and the monetization. So that's why I wanted to put this virtual summit together with those three pillars. Hey, let's talk about building the right type of app. How do we grow it? How do we keep our users? And then how do we obviously make money from our users as well? So I'm glad you brought it up and everything is based on data. And one story I love, Haim, too, is Twitter found out early on by, because they were getting a ton of growth, but it was a leaky bucket. And so people were leaving. They found out by looking at the data that, hey, if people follow 30 people, they're more likely to stay on. And they looked at the data even more. If people are followed back by at least 10 they're the best type of users. So really analyzing the data once you have some growth, focus on growth, and then once you have some growth, focus on the data and really using that data to iterate on the new features. Yeah, and you know that this kind of uh, discovering is made by teams that they are not made by normal developers, as you may right. think, okay? Right. It's like one or two developers on the team and the rest of the team is composed by someone that is a specialist on statistics and the, and another one that is the group leader that shouldn't be a developer by himself. Should be, as I always say, a, artificial intelligence is made by intelligent people, okay? <laughs> people, yeah, because it's based on, on human intelligence, that you need to be smart enough to find the right relationships, as I told you earlier, between between details. If maybe if they didn't on Twitter, run this kind of uh, scripts that they, they work by themselves with machine learning, they won't discover this kind of relationships between amount of users to, to follow and, um, and uh, the, the probability that you will stay on the system, okay, on, on, on Twitter, using Twitter. Yeah, I love that time. The The next thing I want to move into a little bit is security. Now, it's actually something that I don't really think about too much. How important is this app security? Yeah, in fact, uh, almost no one is thinking about security on apps. But, um, I mean, we are we are advancing a lot uh, with the V7Dev, uh, with our team, on cybersecurity because it's the next uh, biggest threat, okay, uh, if happen that you have some success, okay? Just the, the, the new European regulation, uh, GDPR, about you should be 100% sure that you won't suffer a breach of data, okay? And you need to reveal, in the very moment that you suffer this, you need to reveal to them that you have a breach of data, okay? And, and, and the, the cyber, the black market of cybersecurity is huge, okay? Normal people, is not aware of this, that the, if you will use uh, data from users, you should be really, really, really conscious that uh, you are very responsible for these details, okay? Um, other than this, you know that there are, uh, just to mention uh, some cases, uh, it was discovered that if your app is uh, what is called a serverless app, for example, instead of a server for a, for a back office, you will use Amazon uh, Elastic Cloud or cloud services, okay? They can hack your application 
and uh, use your services that, that will grow by themselves because the demand is elastic, uh, they will use to mine Bitcoins and Ethereum and uh, all kind of stuff that you as a small, as small uh, publisher, you will find that the Amazon will send you, Amazon, just for mention, the, the, the most known uh, uh, on the cloud services, they will send you a huge amount of, of uh, dollars at the end of the month because you use uh, a, a humongous uh, uh, amount of uh, power, computing power from them, okay? And this is an easy bridge that the, some researcher on, on security used. Uh, so you need to harden your app. You need to be sure that the, that the app is secure for you and for your users, okay? Because cybersecurity is the next, the next biggest threat on the industry by now. I see. What are, I mean, are there any things that we need to do to make sure? I'm just like, hey, hi, I'm like, make sure you're secure. And you just have to pick the right app development company to make sure your app is secure. First of all, consult with, I mean, not just with us. You can consult with some company, some agency that they have a, a, a take on cybersecurity. Okay. And they can see, first of all, you can run some penetration testings. On, on the application, on the system, etc., and you can you can uh, try to think about the the possible issues that you will suffer if the app is not prepared for uh, for repelling cyber attacks. I see. And then lastly, let's talk about this. I know people who have gotten screwed by an app development company. What are some things that people should be looking out for when they're trying to hire an app development company? Okay, so first of all, try to ask about the, the company to someone else that they use the, the services, okay? For example, if you, if you get the, because we get some, some emails from you that you're recommending us because you know us, but there are a lot of other agencies that the, you can ask about them, what they did, to ask for some works, some applications, some websites, some system that they do, trying to, first of all, what I would do, is try to sign an NDA, try to get a quote, to get a quote for a different company uh, or agency or developer, and to compare. It is logical. It is uh, generally the, the companies will give you a very very uh, low quote for something, and this is suspicious. Um, you can more or less know about an average quote that will be normal. It's just a hint. It's just a just a tell. Uh, you can get the references for from other developers. Generally, we are asked to mention, for example, okay, I'm from the U.S. Uh, can you send me some people that you work for them at the U.S.? Yeah, of course, I will send the, some people that they, they know us and they can recommend us, and etc. In other countries that we we work with customers all around the world, uh, in England, okay, we will send you reference from England. Etc. Etc. Of course, that anything is 100% sure, but uh, it's more or less the way to weed out uh, the suspicious uh, companies. But anyways, we are, since we are talking about this, just to remember that if you got burned by some company or some developer didn't finish your app, uh, we can get it, we can check it, and we can tell you unquote how much will take to finish it, okay? And what, more or less, what is the status of the app, okay? In order for you to know. 
You know, I've had some people who say, you know, let's say I'm in the middle and I don't want to hand over the code to you. Like, what should they yeah. know that, hey, like, the, it, we're not going to do anything with the code. Like, we're just looking to make sure that it's good. No, of course. We need to check. First of all, if I, without the source code, uh, it's uh, impossible to give you a precise quote. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I got the audio, but the your Steve? video is completely frozen on mine. There you go. You're back. Well, good thing we're about to end soon because the internet is going crazy. All right. We had some internet travel, but that is awesome, Heim. Look, if you guys are looking to get your app developed, Heim, I've worked with him for years now, Heim. It's been like three or four years that we've been working together. I fully trust these guys. It is be the number seven dev.com. We will link this up on the bottom of the video as well. B7dev.com. Heim's going to help you as you talk, as he talked about right here. He's not here just to be like, Hey, let's build this app. He's going to walk you through the idea, kind of help you validate to build out the different versions you need so that you can get it out there and put it into the world. Heim, do you want to send the listeners, the viewers anywhere else? Yeah, just to, to have it present, to have it in mind. At B7Dev, uh, we work uh, with all kinds of developers on demand, okay? We can do mobile, we can do uh, front-end, back-end, okay, advanced systems. We have a lot of customers with the really high uh, requirements that we supply, uh, we supply, uh, supply sorry, uh, since a lot of years. And uh, um, all this about the, all this uh, issue about security, cybersecurity, uh, data science, we have people that is experts on those uh, fields. So you can even consult with us, with, with, with us about this just for consult for free. Okay. If you have an idea of, of you have a doubt about this, we can help you with that. Okay. So b7dev.com is the site. Uh, there is a link here. I uh, wait for your inquiries. Awesome. Haim, thank you so much for coming on and doing this. No problem. Have a nice day. And thank you guys for watching. And I will see you on the next App Masters Virtual Summit interview. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.